0: Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, October 9th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Will COVID ever go away? More than 36 million people have contracted the virus worldwide. At least a million have died in 120 countries. And Democrats insist the global pandemic is entirely Donald Trump's fault. Said Joe Biden at a recent town hall, quote, If the president had done his job, all the people would still be alive, unquote. Speaker Nancy Pelosi accused President Trump of inviting the disease with his brazen behavior. What the media will never tell you is that COVID is still a major problem all over the world, so how can the contagion be pinned on one man, the president of the United States? Germany now reporting the highest number of new infections since April. The U.K. bringing back the shutdown as its death toll passes 42,000. France confirming 12,000 cases of COVID every day. Even clusters in COVID-free New Zealand forced officials there to delay the national election. Same situation in Canada, Mexico, Italy, Brazil, Australia, Russia, almost everywhere. Is Prime Minister Boris Johnson to blame? How about Merkel, Macron, Putin? Here in the USA, the pandemic is holding steady. Cases are slowly rising in 30 states and Washington, D.C. New outbreaks in New York City, forcing officials to close some schools just weeks after reopening. Biggest hot spots now in the Midwest. The positivity rate in the Dakotas topping 20% for the first time. Wisconsin also posting record numbers. On average, the entire country witnesses 50,000 new COVID infections every day. Astounding. The worst state in the USA right now, North Dakota, 25,000 cases out of a population of 750,000. If you are looking at the safest place to avoid the virus, head to New England. In Vermont, less than 2,000 people have contracted the contagion. Just 58 have died. Second and third place with the lowest rate of infection go to New Hampshire and Maine. And it's really nice up there in autumn. Coming up, the message of the day. Listeners, sound off. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices to 65532. Again, that's 877 gold or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this every Friday. You can reach me, Bill, at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Tell me what you think. Let's go to Janet, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Nothing that comes out from the polls is true. It's all magic numbers just made up. I don't believe that President Trump is behind. Janet, it's right to be skeptical about the press-driven polls. They are not assembling information in a fair way. However, there are internal polls paid for by both political parties. We, the public, do not see these polls. I, as a journalist, get to see some of them. President Trump is running behind. He's not as far behind as the press would like you to believe, but he's not winning at this point. He needs to step it up big time in the next three weeks. Brett in Elk River, Minnesota. I really think the polls are bogus. There are no independents. You either like Trump or you don't. I would like a little more weight on independents, if Trump was an, an incumbent. Independence in polling are bogus because you don't know which way they lean. Nobody is just independent. You either lean traditional, conservative, or left. But the polls don't define that, which makes for craziness. Michael Behelia, Mississippi. My friends are not stupid, they're smart. Doctors, lawyers, technicians. I've known them through the years. They're keenly aware of the world. And yet, many of them are buying into the destructive philosophies of ultra-liberalism. Well, Michael, they don't see it that way. They think that um, liberal policies, whatever they may be, are beneficial to the country. And there's nothing you can say that's going to dissuade them other than in specific areas pointing to facts. See, most people adopt ideology from their parents or friends if they're in college. It's kind of a herd thing, and it's all about emotion and reading people that gets their attention, that kind of a situation. So when you have emotion, you're not going to get through. But all you have to do now with your left-wing friends in Mississippi is say, hey, you moving to New York City anytime soon? How about San Francisco? How about Seattle? Maybe Portland, Oregon? You moving there? Because all of those places are being destroyed by left-wing politicians. Susan, Ithaca, New York, is the Durham report, is it ready? And would it be unfair to release it? I have no blanking clue, Susan. Nobody knows what the Durham report is is when it's going to be put out. It's so frustrating. Should have been out a long time ago, but we just shut up. We don't have any information coming out of that precinct. David is in Butte, Montana. Loved killing Crazy Horse. Could not put it down. David, in your area, Montana, that's where Custer faced off against Crazy Horse, and it didn't turn out real well for George. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approved that message by putting it together. Again, write me at Bill at BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get thirty. Thirty. Better get thirty. How to get twenty. 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 How to get twenty. Twenty. How to get fifteen. 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 Just fifteen bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. About 100 years ago, a global pandemic infected 500 million people on this planet, leaving 50 million dead in more than 100 countries. One of the victims, President Trump's grandfather, Friedrich Trump. Here's the story as told in my book, The United States of Trump. Young Friedrich sailed to America from Germany in 1855, arriving in New York City completely broke he worked at a barbershop. After that, the 22-year-old headed west, all the way out to Seattle, where he established a bar called the Poodle Dog in Seattle's Red Light District. Some suggest the establishment rented rooms to prostitutes, but I could find no direct proof of that. Friedrich Trump made a lot of money in Washington State before heading north to the Yukon during the gold rush. There, he opened a second business, the Arctic Restaurant and Hotel, which one Canadian guest described as a, quote, excellent accommodation for single men, unquote. Aha! Friedrich Trump ultimately returned to New York City, where President Trump's father, Fred, was born in 1905. Thirteen years later, old Friedrich fell ill and died 24 hours later, What was first diagnosed as pneumonia turned out to be one of the early cases of the Spanish flu. The disease would ultimately kill 650,000 Americans, about the same number of fatalities as in the Civil War, including 35,000 people in New York City. Unlike the current COVID virus, the Spanish flu largely targeted healthy folks between the ages of 20 and 40. The pandemic swept across the planet in three waves between 1918 and 1920. Hardest-hit countries included the USA, Russia, and France. And here's something else you might not know. The New York state government had a message for folks looking to avoid the Spanish flu, telling residents, quote, if you must kiss, kiss through a kerchief, unquote. Officials believed wearing a silk scarf Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.